So what Neville is saying is don't make it about the object. Don't make it about the thing. Make it about the state, right? Don't make it about the thing you are trying to get. Rather, focus on being the one who has. I'm going to say that again. Rather than focusing on the thing you want to get, focus on being the one who has. Welcome back to another episode of Daily Neville. I'm your host, Josiah Brandt, and Daily Neville is all about making the teachings of Neville Goddard easy to understand, easy to digest, easy to apply in 20 minutes or less. Today, we are continuing with Chapter 20 of The Power of Awareness, and Chapter 20 is titled Righteousness. Neville writes, in the preceding chapter, righteousness was defined as the consciousness of already being what you want to be. This is the true psychological meaning and obviously does not refer to adherence to moral codes, civil law, or religious precepts. You cannot attach too much importance to being righteous. In fact, the entire Bible is permeated with admonition and exhortations on this subject. Now, what is Neville saying here? Neville is saying that righteousness has nothing to do with being morally superior or adhering to civil laws or religious precepts or religious uh, laws or religious uh, dogmas. It has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with that at all. The only true definition of righteousness is the consciousness of already being what you want to be. Therefore, what Neville is saying is that being righteous is being the man, the woman, the human that you desire to be. And when you are falling uh, from grace, right? When you are missing the mark, when you are sinning, it is because you are not remaining faithful to the feeling of the wish fulfilled. You're not being faithful to the consciousness of already being what you want to be. So he's kind of redefining this word righteousness and reclaiming it from the religious dogma. After that, though, he is saying, that being said, you cannot attach too much importance, right? So it's incredibly important. You cannot overstate the importance of righteousness. He says the whole Bible is filled with admonitions and exhortations. The whole Bible tells you over and over again, be righteous. One way or another, it's constantly saying this is the key. Consciousness of already being what you want to be as righteousness is the key. And he says the whole Bible is filled with this. And he's going to give us three examples of Bible verses here that speak of righteousness. The first is Daniel 4.27, and that reads, break off thy sins by righteousness. Break off thy sins by righteousness. Now, what is a sin? Sin is missing the mark. It's the opposite of righteousness. So to counteract your missing the mark, to counteract your failing to believe that you are the man, the woman, the human that you desire to be, how do you counteract that? Through righteousness. And what is righteousness? Remaining in integrity to your desired state. Job 27.6. My righteousness I hold fast and will not let it go. My heart shall not reproach me so long as I live. My heart shall not reproach me so long as I live. I'm holding fast to my righteousness. My heart will not betray me so long as I live. I'm remaining steadfast, right? I'm remaining 
rooted, grounded. I have it in my body. I've embodied the feeling of the wish fulfilled and I'm sustaining it, right? And in, in this case, Job is writing, I'm holding fast to it and my heart will not betray me, right? I will stay in this. I will sustain this feeling of the wish fulfilled. And then Genesis 30, 33, my righteousness shall answer for me in time to come. My righteousness shall answer for me. My consciousness of already being what I want to be is the answer, and it will answer for me in time to come. Very often, Neville writes, the words sin and righteousness are used in the same quotation. This is a logical contrast of opposites and becomes enormously significant in the light of the psychological meaning of righteousness and the psychological meaning of sin. Sin means to miss the mark. Sin means to miss the mark. And what is missing the mark? Not to attain your desire. Not to be the person you want to be is sinning. So if there is a man, a woman, a human that you desire to be, a self-concept that you desire to inhabit, and you fail to inhabit it, you are sinning. You are sinning. And the only way to break off that sin is through righteousness. And what is righteousness? Sustaining the feeling of already being the man, the woman, the human you desire to be. Sustaining the feeling of the wish fulfilled. Righteousness, Neville writes, is the consciousness of already being what you want to be. It is a changeless educative law that effects must follow causes. We've talked about this a lot. The world of cause, the world of effect. Righteousness is a changeless educative law. It's educating you that the effects follow the cause. Only by righteousness can you be saved from sinning. Powerful words. There is a widespread misunderstanding as to what it means to be saved from sin. The following example will suffice to demonstrate this misunderstanding and to establish the truth. A person living in abject poverty may believe that by means of some religious or philosophical activity, he can be saved from sin and his life improved as a result. If, however, he continues to live in the same state of poverty, it is obvious that what he believed was not the truth. And in fact, he was not saved. On the other hand, he can be saved by righteousness. The successful use of the law of assumption would have the inevitable result of an actual change in his life. He would no longer live in poverty. He would no longer miss the mark. He would be saved from sin. Okay, so this example here demonstrates what it actually means to sin, missing the mark, and it demonstrates what it actually means to be righteous. This really is the acid test of any belief. If what you are doing is changing your life and helping you hit the mark, then it is aligned with truth. And if it's not, then you are living in sin. It's a simple redefinition of a very confused concept. 
Matthew 5.20, except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no way enter into the kingdom of heaven. Scribes and Pharisees mean those who are influenced and governed by the outer appearances, the rules and customs of the society in which they live, the vain desire to be thought well of by other men. So unless your concept of yourself and your ability to believe that you are the man, the woman, the human that you desire to be exceeds those who are influenced and governed by the world of effects and those with vain desires to be thought of well by other men, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. This is the condition. If you want to enter the kingdom of heaven, you have to exceed the self-concept of those who are governed by the world of effect, who are under the dominance of second cause. Unless this state of mind is exceeded, your life will be one of limitation, of failure to attain your desires, of missing the mark, of sin. The righteousness is exceeded by true righteousness, which is always the consciousness of already being that which you want to be. One of the greatest pitfalls in attempting to use the law of assumption is to focus your attention on things. Listen to these words. These are very, this is very, very important. One of the greatest pitfalls in attempting to use the law of assumption, Neville writes, is focusing your attention on things. A new home, a better job, a bigger bank balance. This is not the righteousness without which you die in your sins. Righteousness is not the thing itself. It is the consciousness, the feeling of already being the person you want to be, of already having the thing you desire. So what Neville is saying is don't make it about the object. Don't make it about the thing. Make it about the state, right? Don't make it about the thing you are trying to get. Rather, focus on being the one who has. I'm going to say that again. Rather than focusing on the thing you want to get, focus on being the one who has. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6.33. These words, after we have read this chapter, should have a very different connotation for you than perhaps what you were taught previously. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? Well, Neville says, the kingdom, the entire creation of God, is your I am, and it is within you. And righteousness is the awareness that you already possess it all. Seek ye first the entire creation of God your I am, which is already in you, and his righteousness, which means, and already believe that you are the man, the woman, the human that you desire to be, and all these things shall be added unto you. Such a simple verse, and it is loaded with esoteric truth. This is the mystic secret. 
in Matthew 6, 33. That is the conclusion of this chapter, and I have a prompt for you. Did our exploration of this chapter change your understanding of what it means to be righteous? Did it change your understanding of what it means to be living in sin? Leave me a comment below. Write a comment to let me know how this chapter and our interpretation of it, breaking it down the way we did to extract the treasure. What did that do for your assumption? What did that do for your application of these teachings today? Leave a comment below. Tap that thumbs up button to help others find this important teaching. Subscribe to this channel and tap that bell icon so that you get a notification for Daily Neville tomorrow. Imagine wisely, my friends, and I'll see you in the next. Thank <laughs> you.